0: Hey everyone, I am Priya and you are listening to Trending Diary, the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people starts now. Today, I am joined with Siddiqi Puri and Alicia Douglas, together known to be cute infections. Both of them have the amazing stories on how they evolve as a great artist and entertaining the world with their groovy music and art. Siddiqui is a God gifted upright bass player and uniquely capable of playing and merging the different styles of music like classical, jazz, R&B, and Latin. The best part about Siddiqui is his authenticity and divine connection with the music. While Alicia is a talented singer, dancer, and an actress. Her connection with the music started in the Holy Place Church. She started singing in the church for the very first time. Alicia soon realized her gift from the God when she was just a little older. She humbled herself by music and singing in her school's glee clubs. Also, Elisa involved herself in dance and theatres and gradually channeled her creativity into art by working with several producers and also writing and recording her own music. Uh-huh. This talented duo has shared the stage with great personalities include Jennifer Hudson, Kit Harburn, and even more. So, Cute Inflection is based out of New York, and they traveled all across the world by performing, and even in India. The music is unique, groovy, and appealing. Especially the album on Moon Dance will make you fall in love with the music and the art even more. In this episode, we are going to explore what factors are important to turn your art into a business. Can't wait to have some amazing conversation with both of them. So, tune in. Hey, Siddiqui. Hey, Alicia. How hey. are you?
1: <laughs> we good. How are you?
0: It's great to have you on Trending Diary. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation.
2: Yeah, our pleasure to be here.
0: <laughs> so, it, uh, first of all, I'm curious to know one thing about both of you, that why you both of you choose music as a career or do you consider it as it a life calling? generally, what's your why behind being an artist?
1: Um, Well, I guess to your first question, I guess a life calling, perhaps, maybe one that I personally was dodging dodging because I was oscillating between acting and dancing as well. Um, But I always found myself back with, at singing, I guess. Um, And it i didn't get your other part of the question i think you said something about artist
0: i mean what's your why behind because somewhere you know we all are uh, connected with the purpose with our careers with with the things we are doing in life so what's the purpose of being an artist as for you
1: oh for me the focus is to connect tell stories about the songs that we are that i'm that we're doing um, but really, to kind of challenge the hearts of people to inspire them to change be- um grow be okay with um going through struggle to get to the other side um growth mm-hmm. so those are th- those are the vibes and the energy behind how we mm-hmm. do our music and my goal i guess as as an artist uh
0: mm-hmm. And so "You, uh,
2: I just do whatever Alessia Elis- tells me to do. That's pretty much it for me.
1: That's not uh-huh. that true. There's more he does. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, but no, I, I I agree. It's definitely a life calling, and um, okay. I'm probably in it mostly for the uh, the delivery mechanism that music is. It's a universal language, and." you know, much of the music that you hear out there, um, kind of delivers a similar message, whether it's like a love story or I'm cool and I've got money and I hang out and I party and I buy expensive things. Um, you know, we, we definitely want to use our music to deliver messages that we think the world needs to, to be reminded of, like loving people who are different than you, um, accepting people who are different than you or, you know looking inside to to really grow and to find the things that that need some attention um, so yeah it's a, it's about the message for me delivering messages
0: mm-hmm. Got you. so also i um, uh, I want to know what does acute infection symbolize because the world knows you together I means you have done great performance all together what does this you know, this brand, this um, acute inf- infection symbolized for you?
1: Oh, I know that um, we wanted words that describe what the music is doing, what the music is um, visually, I guess, you know, our, our personalities are represented in acute inflections. Um, the juxtaposition between bass and voice and, um the sounds that are happening, you know, all represented in the words acute inflections, um, we believe. And um, we we wanted to, when people see those two words together, to force them to think, be curious of what it means. So the very fact that you're Mm -hmm. asking the question is exactly (laughs) what we wanted. We wanted people to take a second to, figure out or just be curious about what could this mean and the different layers that it represents I guess
0: Uh, exactly because first time anyone anyone got with this name they would be curious like (laughs) what is it all about acute inflection okay (laughs) so okay you have been into this business of art and music like for so long so what do, how do you advise to the younger one who, who want to convert their art into a business? I know it's the art of being into music. It's not always about the money or the or the business, but there's nothing bad when once you're hitting the, you know, studio, just done with your product and, you know, marketing into the world. So even there's nothing bad So how you had turned your art into the business or what advice do you want to give the new, you know, emerging artists, the mature artists?
2: Yeah. I, I think the the first thing I would say to an artist um, is to let go of the idea that I make music and someone else will sell it. Um, mm-hmm. Or, you know, I make music and someone else will advertise it or someone else will maintain my website and someone else will write my press releases. Um I think artists have to understand that you need to, you need to do everything now, you know, and you at least need to be willing to do everything, willing to learn everything um, so that Mm -hmm. you can make sure as you build a team that assists you with these things, that they're doing it in a way that's authentic to you and helping you achieve your goals versus their goals. You know, Mm -hmm. you you do hear uh, lots of horror stories with artists who are taken advantage of by record labels, but, you know, not to defend a record label, but a lot of times the artists signed contracts and didn't properly understand what those contracts meant because they just wanted to to get paid and to make music and they let someone else handle all the business. So, you know, our our advice for sure is to to let everyone know, hey, it's not going to be fun, but you need to take responsibility for the business and constantly read and watch videos and take courses and learn and grow um, in your understanding of the business. And just make sure you know you know just like as an artist who always practices their instrument or you know trains their voice you also have to you know always practice your business and train your business and grow and just stay connected in that way
0: mm-hmm. because uh, i guess the the whole new era is changing and we are like the more and more independent artists are you know coming up so they don't, even they are not willing to depend on any record label because we have a whole world of internet where they can find their whole audience. So it's something people will look after too. Also, Alicia, do you want to add something to this?
1: Yeah, I think um, definitely need to let let go of the illusion, you know, that mm-hmm. it will be done for you. And um, just like Asadiki said, it's it's. It's so important now to do it yourself because there. there's also one thing that we realized um, over the weekend, because we did it ourselves, now that we're reaching the point where we can hand it over at least a little bit to somebody else, we know what to expect. We've earned the 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 right to say to somebody, this is how I would like it done, you know because Mm -hmm. we've done it and we have the reputation that we have been self sufficient. So when we do pass it on to somebody else to a degree, we totally have clout to say yes or no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? And I know I've been, uh, um, I'm grateful. I've learned it, but I have to say that growing up, I was not exposed to how important the business side of things are. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, and we we're kind of playing catch up. And I know so we know so many musicians now that they're, they're getting wind of how, you know, how necessary this is. And they seem they, they're they even lazy with it now because they've just been so used to not having to be responsible for how their money flows and marketing and everything like that. So, you know, they definitely have to shake off that. I don't want to do it. Like, no, get rid of it. <laughs> you have to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Got you, but also I really I you know very much at very much extent I agree to your points and I understand what are you saying, but but don't you think sometimes when uh we know our weaknesses, so it's better to hire someone else or you know like fill the gap. I, it's really important like you being an owner or you know taking the ownership of your art, being responsible for. As your as an artist, as a business owner, so but it's fine if you lack in something, you can hire someone else. So don't you think even that that's the point should be added?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I definitely think it's it's important to build a team. Um, I think the difference mm-hmm. that we're, we're trying to make sure uh, people understand that there's a big difference in someone doing something for you and someone doing something mm-hmm. with you. So a You know, Mm -hmm, you don't want it to be like the record labels where they did everything for you and you had no idea what was going on or how it was done. Um, You know, you want to be involved in the process and kind of keeping an eye on things and also learning. Like I I say to people all the time, hey, I want to hire you to help me understand how to do this. So it's it's different. I don't want to hire you to do it. I want you to teach me and let me watch you, you know, so that I can have some input in the future. and, And that's important to our business.
1: And I guess to mm-hmm. add to that, too, I guess the other side, too, um, learning a little bit of everything helps you ta- speak people's language that are proficient in a particular thing. You know, you may not do it all the time moving forward or whatever, but if you did it at least a little bit when they're talking to you, when you, know, when you are seeking out somebody to pass it on to, um, you at least know how to speak their language so that you're not duped or, you know, or taken, taken advantage of, and you know better how to communicate what you want because you know, some of the terms, you know, like coding or whatever, or, or you know, some of the marketing terms or whatnot, because you've done it, you've, you've dibbed and dabbed in it a little bit. I think it was a, a success mm-hmm. book that actually even said like, learn a little bit of everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, exactly. Because somewhere I I can agree that somewhere it it will help you to you know lead the team when you are the boss when you are the leader. So it's important to know others' language. You have to communicate well with the others in their terms. So not being expert in everything that's not possible. You have to be being expert as an artist. You have to be expert in whatever thing you are doing. But uh, when you're leading someone, it's important you know. Mm-hmm. Know their terms also to know their language, too. So, being connected is important. Got you. Yeah. So, also, Siriki and Elisa, is there any story, uh, while being in your music journey that stuck with you that you found find valuable to share? Is there any particular story or incident that you want to come up with? We probably
1: both have like different ones.
2: Yeah, I mean, do you mean from a business standpoint or like an artistic standpoint? Anything,
0: anything from business point of view, from your emotional
2: point of. View. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, I I think on an artistic level, um, one of mm-hmm. our, our first um like bigger jazz events that we did when we were a very very new group and and a lot of people were skeptical. About what we, about our style and what we were doing and the kind of music we were doing, Um, we did a festival and and you know we're we're kind of a smaller group. It's just the two of us, so we're not as loud and not as like lively as some of the other groups. So typically, if we have a choice, we prefer to perform first and then have the louder, lively groups come after us. Because if they go first and then we go, it's kind of like the energy drops off a little bit, and you know it, it. in our opinion is probably not the best experience for the audience. Um, but there was a scheduling issue and they put us after this really lively Brazilian group. And, um, you know, we were honestly a little insecure about it. Like, Oh, I don't know if the crowd's going to like us because they were just having a great time and kind of dancing and clapping along with this other group. And then, you know, we come in and we're all smooth and sultry and stuff. Um, and, and we did one of our original tunes called come out love that you can listen to on Spotify and Apple music and all that stuff. Um, and mm-hmm. we, we got to the end of the song and, you know, typically at the end of a song, the audience claps, you know, and we got to the end of the song and it was just mm-hmm. like silent. And, and it was in this huge church and, you know, we kind of looked out and people had their heads down and eyes closed. And there was like this, you know, powerful moment of stillness in the audience and, mm-hmm. I know for me that helped me believe even more in our art. That we had this whole room just together in this moment, enjoying the beauty of something so minimal um, and, and touching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let Elle see if she has something better to beat that.
1: Oh, come now! That's not fair. <laughs> this one must be. One. <laughs> uh, I think. Uh, the, The story that comes to mind is one that I always like to tell people who are kind of skeptical or, or hesitant about really focusing on their dreams or pursuing that goal or business idea or whatever have you. When I had to start this, I was oscillating between going back into acting or, um, yeah, I think I wanted to actually go do a conservatory and like really focus on acting, but then acute inflections started to bud a little bit, and I realized finally because I've always been the type to do more than one of the things that I love simultaneously, and I've always been reluctant to just focus on one thing, and when acute inflections was a baby, I realized. I had to surrender, you know, after reading a few books that, you know, motivational books and books that talked about wealth and growing your business, they all said the same thing. Focus on one thing, build that one thing. And that when that thing is successful, it will open the doors to the other things that you want to do. And I finally, after all these years, surrendered to that. And we are now Seven years in, and I am so happy that I decided to just fully focus on growing acute inflections because it it has budded, and I know that if I was pulled east and west it would I wouldn't have had the time the energy <laughs> and the bandwidth to be able to do what we're doing and um so my story is if you're ever. Feeling hesitant? Just take the jump. Yeah. Oh, that's the other part of it. Take, yeah. don't be afraid to take risk. You know, yes, you may not see what's going mm-hmm. on on the other side as yet, and it's not even meant for you to see it right away. If that was what's gonna be the determining factor whether or not you jump, you'll only know. Like I feel like the universe only allows you to see what's going on on the other side when you take a step towards the other side. You know, so. Focus on that one thing that you really want to see successful and take risk. It's the only way you're going to get it to grow.
0: (laughs) You know, you know, uh, this thing that journey journey from being skeptical to being an optimistic person is, Something I look after too. And you said this, you know, this beautiful line just look after one thing. Oh boy. It's hard. <laughs> it's really a need for me on time. Thank you.
1: <laughs> no, I want 5% of your profits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Done. Perfect. You have to I'll come, come to India. <laughs> Definitely. I would love to, you know, listen to you someday. I have seen a lot of your videos on YouTube. So, it was amazing. So, it would be a dream come true to listen to you, you know, personally and, and yeah, it would that'd be amazing. Great. Yeah, thank you.
1: <laughs> come on, pull some strings, make that happen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Also, also, what Siliki and Elisa said, one thing. Uh, as we have a whole internet revolution, you know, so the I'm not talking about the music world, but the business part of it, being into music or, you know, promoting your art, marketing it, running it, it's world changing. So, you know, how have you evolved with time? Or what is the, you know, you think it's the need of time that an artist should go into, any artist, not related to the music, but maybe in the acting field, as Alicia is very much keen into that. So what one thing or what a few things one can do to
2: evolve more into that business? Um, I, I, I think the, the biggest thing everyone needs to understand is, you know, before you do anything these days, you go on the internet and and look it up. So you need to make sure that what people see of you online, um, you know, works and, and, and blows them away. You know, you don't want to have a decent social media. You don't want to have a decent website. You want to try to have something very stylish and incredible and memorable mm-hmm. because people go on hundreds, thousands of other social media profiles and websites all the time. You want to make sure that you've put something together that stands out and is memorable. Um and and like you mentioned, um you know, with the internet, you can connect with some super talented people all over the world, graphic designers and video editors and you know, logo creators and you know, all of that stuff, um web designers to just really put together a, a powerful brand um that will kind of open the door for you. Um, so yeah, my, my advice is to really make sure you're always constantly improving everything your your, your digital presence because it it pays off in the long run. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Also, also, you know, you said so right. It's important to have some digital presence because even I have been into this, you know, uh, industry where. I've been connected with a lot of music artists and, you know, creating that digital profile. I have been into that back end, but I want to know it from you. Like, you know, what filters it out because there are a whole lot of artists coming up. There are a whole lot of people emerging into the entertainment industry, into different arts they're working in. Everyone is promoting. So what's the, you know, what's the expector that you can get filtered out from the crowd and, you know, you should stand out. So, what's that
1: expect should be there, according to you? I think it's mm-hmm. being being clever, like um, think put yourself in the person's shoes. Um, what is it that mm-hmm. triggers me? you know, what would excite me um if I was a viewer of something? Um, or where would I mm-hmm. a lot of times we end up finding unique ways to do things because we're, we're willing to try something that is um, abnormal, I guess. Um, We like to call Mm -hmm. it guerrilla marketing or, you know, like just doing something that's just completely out of the box. And um, so I would say to whomever it is to just put your thinking cap on and figure out what's, unique angles to get to particular audiences? Is it giving away something? Is it getting better equipment to shoot your films or shoot your videos or record or whatever? Um, Is it building up your SEO or, or running ads um, that offer something, a little giveaway, you know, there's just, there's just little things that you could probably do that, can give you an edge that majority of the, of the, of most people do not want to spend money and do not want to spend Mm -hmm. as much time doing something. So that in itself is an edge. And the other thing is that they, they, people like to give up very easily and quickly. So consistency and, um, it's an edge oddly enough (laughs) and trying to do something different you know, I, I think it was a Rob, no, is it Rob Dial? I don't remember who he is, but it, he's a guy who does a a podcast and he's, he always recommends that if you're going to start a podcast, um record like eight to 10 episodes before you air your first one, just to give yourself a bit of a head start because a lot of people stop after the fourth or fifth. You know, so yeah, consistency and um, just trying things outside of the box is a great way to get yourself out there. Mm
0: -hmm. And also the one point I really like that, you know, being empathetic, putting yourself into the viewer's shoes or Putting yourself into the other shoes, no matter whether you're going it through social media or even in the personal, like it's something uh, key I look forward to. And when when you not trade, I want to develop. So that that's a great thing. I appreciate that. Also, Sadiki, do you yeah, want was, to add something? I was something? gonna say
2: two points to that. One, um, you know, for better or worse, everything is visual right now, and you know we know some artists that are sensitive to this topic because they're like, Hey, it's about my music, man. And I'm keeping it authentic. But, you know, if it doesn't look cool, people don't pay as much attention to it. So, you know, if it takes, you know, ironing your shirt, washing your face, getting a haircut or, you know, whatever it is. And and speaking with a videographer with better lighting, maybe a better venue and getting a, a fancier outfit, whatever it takes to kind of have a, cooler more visually appealing look i think it's 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 a huge piece that many artists uh who are starting out are missing you know your look opens the door for you before people even listen so you want to make sure it looks the best it can look and and that also extends into who you are like you know LSE has helped me get in better shape than i was when we met and that helps you know you you know just take care of yourself um and then the other point i was going to make is people like a story. So, you know, you, you do want to kind of, um, look back at how you got to where you are today, take out all the points that would really, uh, connect and, and touch people and craft a little story, a little bio, you know, that people can start to remember, um, the, the story that you're constantly repeating and improving, but, you know, have your, to have your thing that you can kind of reach in your back pocket and say like, Hey, I started playing guitar when my dad died and, you know, my grandmother and whatever. And then I met this, te-. you know, we'll put it together, but, um, you know, have that, that, that personal story that everyone will will feel attached to. Mm-hmm.
0: Storytelling is a, you know, is an art. Everyone wants to love. And I think it's, it's important everywhere to, again, I appreciate and agree to this point again very much. Okay, before wrapping it up, uh, Siddiqui and Alicia, there's one thing I generally ask to every guest who come on the show. Uh, what, what is the one trend that you want to see more evolving in the new world or I should say one trend that you want to see more embraced in the new era, especially after the pandemic? Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I don't know yet. Um the thing, the thing that comes to mind is I think I'd like to see artists truly being respected as independent, responsible people that can that can um that can deliver. And I say it like that because a lot of venues are so skeptical of artists and it's just like, look, they're good at what they do. That's why they do what they do. Let them do what they do, you know? Um, So I really do hope, I believe that this time has been really great for for artists to really hone their craft and um, build up their persona, if I want to say. And I, I trust that if the world will let them, they can really shine and bring beauty and bring a collective, beautiful, fun experience. If you just give them the room and the space to do so and, the, and love, love on them, you know, like if they do well and it, they touch you, give them a little something, you know, give them extra support. <laughs>
0: from your side
2: um uh, probably the best way for me to say is i think you know overall the entire population at this point needs to um kind of look in the mirror and say we don't know as much as we think we know all of us have a lot of a lot to learn um you know a lot of room to grow and improve and to to get back to being humble like we were when we were kids and where we looked at things and we were curious and we wanted to know more. I feel like everyone kind of looks at things and labels them and forms an opinion before they even, you know, got to know the information or got to know the situation, got to know the person. Um, So to kind of go back to the basics of don't prejudge, you know, don't label something you know, take every situation for what it is, you know, don't judge the book by the cover as the saying goes. Um, but it's just a mindset, you know, I think with all of this information available to us, you know, with the internet and everything, um, you know, many of us think we know a lot I, I, information is, is not the same thing as truth, you know, and, and truth oftentimes varies moment to moment. You know, my experience at a restaurant on a Tuesday will be different than yours yeah. at a, at a Wednesday. So we should both be able to hear each other's experiences because they're going to be different for all of us. And and respect each other's experiences, even though they're different. And and still love each other and connect with each other even though we're having different experiences. So yeah, that that's what I'd like to see, you know, moving forward more of Yeah, I really, really love it when you said
0: that it's important to respect each other differences because somewhere we are living in different part of the world we don't know what what one is going through even in, in a neighborhood we don't know one one you know one house one people is going through so we all have different story so it, it's important to get connected with an open mind without judging and hear it it's, it's important to listen yeah amen <laughs> so <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for your wonderful conversation. It was lovely having you. I hope a lot of artists will get inspiration from you. And they'll look forward.
2: Yeah, thank you for having yeah. us a lot of fun and really enjoy talking to you.
1: Yeah, really appreciate it. Thank you. Exactly. Uh-huh. Thank
0: you. Yeah.
1: Uh you. Priya, appreciate it. Thanks again, Priya. Yeah. So,
0: thank you again. Thank you so much. It was awesome okay. to have Pleasure. on I'll uh, talk to you soon take care and you beautiful people thank you so much for listening i hope you get some value today and if you are interested to listen to siddiqui and alicia you can search them by cuteinflections.com on google and also you can find them on spotify by cute inflections And if you have some ideas or stories to discuss with us, you can share your message on the Trending Diary page of Instagram. And see you soon in the next episode. Till then, stay tuned, stay connected. God bless us all.